0: Good day My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today, Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS This Is Awesome, PlayStation Podcast. This is episode 299, and this is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. Before we get on the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash awesome. And if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81, and Mr. Jake Peters at jigsaw. And as always, you can write the show. P.S. This is awesome at gmail.com. Most importantly, don't forget to share the show with your friends. Be sure to leave comments and rate this podcast as you see fit. As a reminder, we're a video podcast as well, so you can watch the show if you prefer. At our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe to that. And for new and or longtime listeners, we have a Patreon. You can support the show at a $1 level. And the Patreon tier is called the One and Only $1 Club. So head over to Patreon.com slash This is awesome. And become a $1 patron. We will send you a free die cut vinyl sticker in the mail and give you a shout out on the show. That's $1 per month. Not per week. It's a dollar a month. You guys can do it. Please, please, please. Thank you very much. It's never expected. Always appreciated. With that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing this lovely evening?
1: Uh, I have a problem with the world and how it's going. Um, so. I got to fucking turn the heat it's down. It's been so a hot. problem for a long time that. uh stuff that we buy is now becoming more expensive and you're getting less of what you buy specifically in the food and drink space. Um I don't know if this has been a thing for a long time but I uh, I I'm a big as far as beer goes. I'm a, one of my favorite types of beer is the Octo- is Oktoberfest or marzen style beers. I've just I've yeah. always been kind of as far as like the – if you want to call it the uh, – you want to call it the craft space, I would say that's probably my favorite favorite style or like the international space I guess you could say. So usually this time of year, I'm always excited to go. I liter- I go to the like local brew shop and every year I try to find just like a different and style beer from – Usually somewhere in Germany because that's where, like, all the best ones come from because that's, like, their thing, right? So uh this year I was able to get my hands on this uh brand, Bavarian brand called Eyinger, which is a they, – they're, they're literally, like, 20 miles from Munich, which is where Oktoberfest happens every year. And uh so I was like, oh, sweet. They're, like, a legit brewery. I'm going to get it comes in a four-pack. I have no idea how much fucking money I spent on this thing, but I bet it was every bit of 10 $15 for a four-pack of beer, which is insane if you think about it already. But then I get home, and I'm drinking it. I'm like, yeah, this is really good. And then I look at the bottle. 11.2 ounces for this bottle of beer. Now, for those of you who aren't tuned in, in America... We do things by twelve ounces, mm-hmm. so not only am I paying more for this beer, which is admittedly good, I'm getting less beverage for my for my uh, for my money. So um, we see this all over the place. You know, you buy buy a granola bar. It's a little bit smaller than it used to be. Mm-hmm. It costs a little more money, but uh, I don't know. I don't like it. I would rather them just be like, it's fucking 12 ounces and it costs 50 cents more. Sometimes they'll make the I, container the same looking, but the little dimple on the bottom will be like much more, so you're actually getting less. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, it's offensive to my sensibilities. I just want <clears> them to be transparent. Think about it. I mean, wouldn't it just be better if they were just transparent? Like, look, this shit costs a lot of money now to make. So... Um, it's gonna be more expensive, or you can buy this smaller version. Cause, cause it's this is like a marketing thing. That's it's like it's been allowed forever. Uh, I don't know entirely know like why this is legal, but you ever go to the store and you get like a thing of laundry detergent, and it's like forty percent more on the fucking bottle. Yeah, and if you actually like look really close at the fine print. It's like 40% more of this size bottle, which is not the size bottle that you're normally buying. It's like a smaller bottle. Right. So it's, it's, kind of like, uh, it's kind of like when you go buy a domestic car in the United States, for example. Let's say you go buy a Chevy Silverado. It's a truck. They, they increase on purpose the MSRP on all their vehicles – so that they can have all of these deals that are like seven thousand dollars off sticker price, they're just chart. They're just the MSRP is just seven thousand dollars more expensive, so that they can have these deals to attract people to buying their product. Yeah, it's just it's a all bunch about of like pizzazz, panache, mind games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to be fair, we, we, we all fall for it. And it, there's nothing I guess really necessarily wrong with buying something.
0: That's why. Well, that's well, it's it's but, the same premise. That like when you go to a store, it's not three dollars, it's two ninety nine. Because
1: something in your brain says two bucks. Even though Exactly it's really three. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's psych- like my opinion, marketing is just psychology. And it's really but doesn't it almost seem like it's always intended to take advantage of the consumer oh yeah
0: yeah because they want to like, make money like is it, off is of it, you it, it's never like, like hey it here's ever... it's it's never legitimately here's
1: more for nothing <laughs> you know it's never gonna be that dude ever well no i i do think that there are there are brands that market you with uh with reasons why with like consumer-friendly reasons why they're a better brand. Like there are brands out there, I think that really do um, market themselves by actually being better. But I think that generally in the product space, less in the services space, but in the product yeah. space, it's like we just need you to buy this shit, and we're gonna tell you whatever we need to tell you for you to, you know, come buy it. I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, this is uh not really a a conversation for this podcast. I just I excuse me. I just uh was enjoying one of these lovely uh Bavarian beers and it just made me think about think about that because um shit is just too expensive now. Yeah. And like I like I would rather everyone just be like if if I found a actually I don't know if this is true or not. But don't you feel like it would be better if the company just like was honest about it? Cuz I feel more I feel more pissed off. Like like think about this. Think about how Sony came out and when they increased the price of video games and they're like, "Look, if you guys want fucking $250 million dollar video games," You're going to have to pay a little bit more for it. And I get people want to argue about how, like, oh, Sony's got all this money, yada, yada, yada. But to me, it's like, there's no, like, it's not free. Like, they're not giving, like, they're they're not, they're a business. They're not obligated to give you anything. Correct. You know, so, like, you're asking them to make less money because you are in a particular situation, which mm-hmm. I totally understand too. Like we should be making more money as the workforce goes. So it's, it's weird. I don't know. I didn't well, really mean to open this can of worms. I was just thinking about <laughs> beer and I, and I was like, why is this? Like, I want this beer. To be honest, it's probably better that there's less beer in there because you don't really need to be drinking beer. It's kind of, well, it did food,
0: come all the way from Munich, it, like you said. So it did, they would have had to pay more in freight if your beer was 12 ounces as opposed to 11.1. They're, true. They're it skimming, they're skimming to save money need. on shipping. Probably not to take advantage of you. <laughs> they just got to uh-huh. cut down on the overhead. Um, dude, I got a crazy story for you and then we'll get into video game stuff, man. I, let me just say this. And it's really, I mean, I'm not going to name the company, but I'm going to say something and it's going to get people thinking. So for music, when you want to have, you're an independent artist like myself and like my band, one of by land. We're not signed to a label. Not only do we have to front the money and the time to do everything, make the t-shirts, pay the artists, write the songs, do the studio stuff ourselves, pay for the production of all of these things. And then make like 50 bucks a night at a concert, you know. But we also have to compete and put our music out on all of these digital platforms, right? So for the listeners who don't know, there are like maybe five reputable distribution companies that that prey on independent artists to be the, the, the middle person like we give them our music and then they get it out to uh, Apple Music Spotify, Amazon all those things right there's like five of these companies that are like some, arguably some are better than others we have chosen to go with one and we've been going with them for since our first album uh, Fred Oakman, uh, my solo stuff is with the same company so we have this new record coming out one of Bilan. And we have dumped, I mean, I'm getting ready to put out another video and it's, it's, it's just, uh, it starts off, it's, it's a video for, uh, the second single, but like, it starts off with just me saying like, it's January, blah, 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 2022, we're beginning to record the new one of my land album. Got a COVID mask on and Jim in the background says, uh, It'd be nice to think that this will come out soon, but something effective. like, but you know how much damn work it is to make these things. So we're heading into 2024. We started this process in 2022, all original material, everything that we've done in this record is fantastic. It's the record I'm most proud of that our band has done so far. And we have everything in line. We have a release show coming up. So we worked with Idol Star Productions to get a release show set up. And uh, it's gonna be in our hometown. And we've been like, we just played that sold out show in Pittsburgh off off of their heads. So we're getting some traction. And we uploaded our album, our new album, to this distribution company that we use all the time. And you tell them when you want the record to drop. And it's never an issue. Never an issue. But it wasn't showing up like on our side to see that like it had cleared all the gateposts. To, to get, the, 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 that it was actually still on track, right? So our guitar player, Troy, writes, and he says, hey, w- can we get an update? Because Walls, our first single, was supposed to be available for streaming like everywhere, and it never dropped and because uh, it was going to be a single. And uh, they didn't write back. They didn't write back. They didn't write back. And we're like, what the fuck? This is It shouldn't be this hard for an independent musician to... Uh, orchestrate stuff. It's already hard to begin with. But when you're paying, when you're a paying customer and you don't get a response and there's only a few select of these distributors that are that are reputable, that you can trust. So he writes again. He says, hey, what's going on? Now, I'm going to read you a bullshit response that we got and our album is supposed to come out. Uh, let me see here. On the 3rd, I believe it's coming out on the 3rd of November. And uh, so we write them. And this, if even if you're not involved, this will get your blood boiling. 100%. Nothing is worse than an answer that is a non-answer. And they write back, hey, hope you're well. We've been notified by stores and streaming services that one or more of your releases has to be the one we're inquiring about has been rejected due to editorial discretion. And then it says, unfortunately stores are no longer accepting releases from you via our distribution company. You'll need to try another distributor for future releases. And then it says, please understand that we are unable to assist with reversing this And many of the features we offer you have now been restricted as a result. They also say we have no other information or context and we are unable to get involved or take sides when this occurs. We're just the messenger passing along the info to you in hopes that you find it helpful. And then they say we understand that this email is probably frustrating to you. And we regret having to be the messenger of bad news. However, we hope this email is helpful and we thank you for understanding. So two years of fucking work and we're being told we can't put it on online streaming platforms, which is the main way that people listen to fucking music and it's supposed to be out in like two weeks.
1: So can you use it? So, so question number one. They didn't tell you what they meant by like editorial nope, dispute
0: nope and they said they couldn't give us any more information at Ed- editorial discretion so discretion. somebody what does that even mean i don't even fucking know it's it's a really broad umbrella to hide under so it's like is it somebody at apple was it somebody at one of these streaming services that heard our record and they're like nope but first off i don't know why you would be like nope because it's fucking good and it's all fucking original music the artwork is a hundred percent original. There's nothing that we didn't put TLC into. Lyrics, music, as far as we know, hundred percent original th- music.
1: The only thing that I can think of is if maybe something as far as like like the naming and shit of like any of your songs or album or anything yeah. are somehow trademarked by somebody else or something and that that's already on their service and that's why they don't want to carry it. But, you, but do you think it, they would be open about that and be like, here's the reason? I, yeah, but they won't even tell you which services are distrib- no. denying it. No, so we're completely so in the can, dark. So can you try a different distribution service? We're trying right now. But I don't know if we're going to make the
0: cutoff and... And whoever it was that blackballed us, if it is Apple music, if we re, re- our shit through a different distributor, they're going to be like this, that same fucking band. Like, what are they doing? And then we're out even more money, but we don't have the missing pieces to this fucking puzzle to take necessary action. So it's like, we're your customer. Like you owe us that much. You owe us that much. Like we're not going to even necessarily dispute it, but we're owed a reason other than due to
1: discretionary uh, whatever editorial discretion. Editorial discretion. Yeah, th- I guess that I guess that's a that's a term. I just googled it. I guess that's a term for like uh, uh, content platforms reserving the right to not not publish something because of whatever their 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 morality or, or or whatever you know like whatever it may be want. maybe they think it's I, I a wonder, liability i wonder if uh what at the, the, the very least at the very least maybe going through a new distributor if that hat this happens again maybe they'll be more helpful as far as like the man the reasoning and stuff goes well we've already or at sold least they could even tell yeah. you they could even maybe even tell you like hey it's Fucking Apple or hey, it's Spotify. Yeah, and then maybe you can just say okay, release it and everybody but them. Yeah, or something. I I don't know. I that's really fucked up, man. I don't I don't really know which like what do you do? Like there's really a whole lot you could do about it because you don't have a label. Like if you had a label, they could go to bat. Yeah, or a lawyer a or something. So you got it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, when you're an so indie you guy. Two years
0: of writing this badass record. It's so good. And all you want to do is get it out there for like the maybe 300 people that will listen to it. Um, We can't. We're getting stonewalled, man. For no reason. It's not like we're fucking like uh, racist bigots or anything. It's not like we're like even political that we could offend anybody. It's not like we're even cussing up a storm. It's not like we're. Uh, you know, telling people to take up arms, and our record has
1: nothing to do with anything that's controversial. Hell, I don't even Dude, know what like fifty percent of, of, of the lyrics matters. are about. What's that? None of that. None of that matters. It's it's all about the money. So if they're not accepting it, it has something to do with the fact that they think that there's going to be a liability for having you on it because of some other artist or something. Because if you go on <laughs> it's so Apple, up, man, I don't know you, what it would be. If you go on Apple, you go on freaking Spotify. There's all kinds of bullshit question, like. Think about like Cannibal Corpse and stuff like that. You know, that like Cannibal Corpse yeah. literally has an album cover of like one corpse. Pardon the the graphic nature, but one corpse like one zombie literally eating out another zombie. Yeah. And it's like it's on fucking Apple disgusting shit. But you can get that on Apple Music or or Spotify or whatever. So I guarantee you it has something to do with like 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 legislative liability. Over like rights or something like that. They, I just they, wonder what they, the fuck. Why can't or, they or, just or I, say? Because I don't know, dude. It sounds to me like the the distribution platform is just fucking lazy, or they don't want to. They don't want to. Like they kind of mentioned that they don't want to be in the middle. They of They don't want to rock the boat. So like, you know, which is because they have to maintain their relationship with these platforms. Which I guess. But I dude, understand. if
0: we were Taylor Swift or we were fucking Megadeth or uh the the Stone temple pilots version five um you know they they would fucking be up our asses trying to help us get this thing released under their service so like yeah it's, it's uh, really discriminatory in a in a fucked up way it's like the small the you know the 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 small time musician and it's so tough to get ahead so Dude, this might be the most punk record we've ever released. Because if it doesn't go on streaming platforms, and we're completely fucking the system, you know what I mean? Like, fuck. If you want it, you got to buy it from us. You know, if you want to hear it.
1: So that might be the way to do it. I don't know. Dude, I just I so I go, when I googled uh, um, editorial discretion, mm-hmm. there's a thing, a, a Reddit post that came up about DistroKid. Mm. Is that who you were using? I don't want to put anyone on and, blast.
0: I'm not going to go public with sure. it yet.
1: So, <laughs> but anyway, this uh, this one post says, DistroKid founder here. Yeah. Thanks for writing this. Sorry for the frustration. In general, stores have told us they've they've had enough of a certain type of content and reject it for editorial discretion. I don't know why... One of by land would be considered, uh, I don't want to say mainstream, but like common enough type of music that it would be rejected for this type of reason. That's so fucking But, wild. um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really weird. But this also, but he goes on to say that this, this usually, this usually, uh, this usually happens to, more of like ambient sounds type stuff where it's just like somebody uploads an an album of like whale and rain to sleep to or yeah or like whatever and it's just like okay well we've got literally 150 albums of whale noises because it's an easy way to make a quick buck <laughs> we don't want them anymore so i but dude i don't i don't know man that that's really it seems like a mistake fuck it up if on in all honesty you might have just got you just might have got lost in the churn, like because all this shit is is automated. There's no way that like a fucking intern is sitting in an Dude. office listening to the One of My Land record at every single one of these sites. I just wish like, I knew yeah, what
0: streaming what... platform it was, because then I would just reach out to them and be like, "Hey, you guys made a bad call. Can we go back to the tape and take a quick look?
1: Because like you're fucking everything up over here on our end." This is going to be a problem just generally for creators. I think independent creators going forward because aut- like automated uh, vetting, because think about like, I mean, you've even talked before on the podcast about how you can't even use a one of by land song in a YouTube video, even though you own right. it because fucking YouTube flags, they it. think it's someone else or like, it's, there's no way it could possibly be me. Yeah and and all of the the headache that you would have to go through to prove that you own that music yeah is i just i just agree insane. to it and i'm like yeah all right we'll, we'll take it down <laughs> god it's so fucking agitating it's, it's it's annoying i dude i don't and, know and you have to use these services cuz they're monopolies. i don't have a choice i have to yeah i got to get it on streaming platforms and i can't write apple directly
0: because that isn't how it works and we're nobody you know what i mean and the scheme things we're nobody so Dude, um, I don't know. Maybe when I'm getting this uh, this shit kicked off here at the podcast, if you want to look for games that ant- begin with the letter H, I didn't get that far on the notes. <laughs> this is oh, your you random fucking task. Um, but anyways, like every episode, we talk about current games that we're playing and we're recording this on Saturday evening and there was a really big game that came out recently and the game was Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man 2, although I didn't buy it yet, so don't worry, we're not going to spoil any of that for you yet I didn't buy it, I'm still working through Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty and I gotta say, it's I thought like I was at the end, I had to make like this major decision and I made a decision and I kind of regret a little bit the decision I made And I'm curious what would have happened had I done the other thing, but like things are in motion now, and I thought that was going to be it. And now there's like a whole subset of things that have come up as a result of my decision. So I'm fucking in, man. I want to play Spider-Man 2, because we discussed that we were actually going to do that before we jump into Alan Wake 2. But, man, I don't fucking know. I'm enjoying the shit out of it, but I also have my first... uh, My first game night of Cursed City, Warhammer Quest, Cursed City, uh, tomorrow at my brother's. I'm trying to finish up that Zeppelin I've been building and painting, so I haven't been playing Cyberpunk nearly as much as I should be. And the rest of my evening tonight is going to be working on that Zeppelin and finishing all the little pieces of it. But Jake, what are you you playing? Are you playing
1: anything different? Uh, So, uh, I finished up the faction quest line that I was on in Starfield and so that was a good point for me to like kind of jump out and, and play something else for a little bit Yeah, and I mentioned last week that I was playing Alan Wake Remastered I finished that up dude that game is is good I will admit though that sometimes the the combat the combat is awesome but like I mentioned last week it's a little cheap at times, how they, like, put enemies behind you. Sure. And, like, um and it's surprisingly hard, regardless of what difficulty you're on. Even if you're on, like, easy or normal or hard or whatever. Like, it's no matter what, it's kind of challenging. Um I will say that I love the fact that there isn't some, like... And I guess this is maybe like a micro spoiler, so I guess earmuffs kids if you really care. But I love the fact that there's no like crazy ass boss battle at the end of the game. Mm. And it's just like a narrative set piece. To me that's kind of like uh you know like an uncharted 3 or something like that. I think that that's cool. Like I don't out of a game like that, I really don't want to be doing these like crazy boss battles, you know. Um, yeah, I know but I, mean. I will admit that when I, when we finished the game, cause Sarah kind of watched me play the whole thing cause she was interested. Um, I immediately went and watched, rewatched the trailers for Alan Wake too. I'm so much more excited for it now. Cause like before, like I forgot everything about Alan Wake before I played it and then I played it and now I like know what's going on. Mm hmm. And so, wow, you can't really know what's going on in Alan Wake. Like, like, like the first line in the fucking video game when you start it up is like how much better the story is not knowing what's happening. That's like literally one of the first lines they the Alan Wake says as the narrator at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there is some speculation about what's real and what's not. What what is a, a like? what is a fabrication of reality and what is actually real. And I, so like, but it's, it's awesome in, in that way. And so looking up the trailers for Alan Wake Two, I was like, I noticed two things immediately. One, it looks fucking awesome. And two, like, it's, it seems like it's, I don't know how close it is to the the first game as far as like timeline wise, but it seems like they're like the FBI agents in the second game are looking for a specific character from the first game. And I I will say though, like it looks way scarier you think? than the first one. The trailers make it look way spookier than the first one. Um, the other thing too that I'll just mention real quickly is it does have like some very strong like Resident Evil moments in the game. Yeah, and they're using Where, like you, you like you like walk into you'll like walk into a room and there'll be like all these platforms and shit and it'll just be like, it'll like zoom out for a minute to kind of show you everything. And then it'll go back to Alan Wake and you've got to like flip these switches to lower this fucking crane and like do all this stuff. And that's very like resident evil puzzle kind of thing. They said the same mechanic is going to be like, like instead of a typewriter, it's going to be like a thermos. Right. Right. So I, but all in all, I loved it. I can't wait to play the next one. Um, but I'm glad I'm taking a little bit of a break because I did start Spider-Man 2. Uh I started it this morning actually. Mm. So I'm about 2 hours into it. I'm not super far. Um it's pretty good so far. I mean it it it's very much Spider-Man. Like it doesn't seem it seems like there's maybe a little bit of a difference in the gameplay and that you have like these like uh it seems like the like the the powers that you have and like the skill trees are a little bit more complicated mm-hmm. than they were in the first game. But I'll admit I don't really remember a lot because I haven't played it really since I platinumed it. Yeah, and Miles Morales was a, a very toned down version of Spider Man. Like it was a much more truncated experience, but. Uh, you have these like cooldown abilities and shit now, which yeah. which I don't remember there being in the first game. I don't. I mean, people can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't recall. But uh, it's pretty neat. I don't know. Like I, I'm kinda, kinda, I am kind of, kind of. It seems like it's going to be interesting. Like there's characters in this that I I wasn't expecting them to be. I won wasn't expecting them to be in the game. Um, but I. Uh, yeah i i don't have a lot to say like i said i'm only like two hours in but i'm excited to play more of it yeah and uh the wingsuit shit is really cool they've added a lot of like like there's like a big thing in cities especially in new york where because the buildings are so tall they'll get these like wind tunnels that go through all the buildings and they they kind of play that up with the wingsuit where if you like find one of like these wind tunnels through these buildings and you equip the wingsuit you'll like just scream through the buildings like at full speed it's it's awesome it gives you this real dope sense of speed uh graphics are good it's cool yeah i mean to me it just i'll I'll be honest with you to me it just seems like a slightly better looking spider-man ps4 like it doesn't it's not blowing me away by any means um I tried it a little bit in fidelity, fidelity mode, but I just I can't tolerate the thirty frames, so I switch back to performance mode. And I I can't. There is definitely a difference in terms of like the resolution and the lighting and stuff. But they do have a, a one hundred twenty hertz mode on this, which is cool. So I guess it it allows you to play it at like forty hertz in fidelity mode, mm. which is a little better, kind of neat. But um, I don't know. It it it, it looks. In my opinion, it looks acceptable. Like, I'm not going to say you're going to claim that it's the it's it's not a fucking Naughty Dog game as far as graphics go. But it looks pretty good. It's just not blowing me away or anything. It's not a Plague Tale
0: 2. One of the fucking mm-hmm. most beautiful games that came out that no one
1: talks about. Yeah. So, that's my experience right now. And the other thing that is just slightly... It, it's It's not... Video game related necessarily, but um, Sarah and I watched the original Scream last that night. was so good! And that movie is amazing, dude. I forgot how like that that entire movie is a fucking homage to the original slasher films. Oh yeah, I I never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like how everything is shot. Like how all of the like the campiness of it, and and then I, and then it, like like hit me in the head at the end of the movie like oh this was made by Wes Craven.
0: So like Scream is a course. masterpiece. It's, it's it's so fucking good. So good. The first Scream is and- so fucking smart. And it knows what it is, but like it's also like super meta and it's like if you're a fan of the horror genre and slashers on like there's no way you dislike the first Scream.
1: Yeah, so I I know that like the 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 latter movies don't get as much love, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I uh, we might actually watch the at least um two and three mm-hmm. maybe even four I saw four in the theaters when it came out um, and I love that it's like a four to me and and I promise we'll get right back to video games after this. But four to me, when I watched it in the theaters, seemed like almost like a retelling of one, but like the next generation. Yeah. Does that make any sense to you? Yeah, it was just kind of like, it was just uh, kind of
0: modernized.
1: But it's a it's a continuation of the story. It's not it like a reboot. Yeah. It's like, so yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. But anyway, I I just wanted to say that because I yeah I've really seen them all. I like them all. that movie. Uh, did you wa Did you see the new one from like two years ago? Yeah, I watched or a year it. ago. Yep. Was it good? Eh.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was. It's kind of up there with like the, the sequels. You know what I mean? It, it's not like the original. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. How could Fair it be? Enough. And the original's. You can't recreate that twice. Yeah. The thing that I thought was. Uh, just one last comment. The thing that I thought was kind of funny. And um, I knew that spoilers for Scream that came out fucking 20, 30 years ago. Uh, like, how Drew Barrymore dies in, like, the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Right? And so, but, I don't know if you noticed, all of the promotional material and movie posters has her in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. She was, at the time, like, like, she was, like, the biggest actress in the movie. Right. And Sarah was, like, I thought Drew Barrymore was going to be a main character in this movie, because she's never seen the movie before. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's it's kind of weird. It's almost like, uh, it's a little bit of a different story, but it's almost like how Johnny Depp was in the original mm-hmm. uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, but he, like, dies right away. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, but he wasn't, like, a huge actor at that time. No, he wasn't. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. But all in all, had a great time with it. So we can move along now. Hell yeah.
0: All right, let's get into some game talk here. Uh, every show we go over, listener feedback. You can write our show on our YouTube channel. Just go ahead and leave a comment um, under any of our podcast videos or any videos that we have up. Actually, just leave us a nice little comment and we will uh, get back to you either there or maybe there and here. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon. Jesus, I always fuck that up. Subscribe to our Patreon, become a patron of the show for one dollar a month, and send your questions and communique that way. And it will always be appreciated. Um, but on YouTube, this is the first time we've heard from Evil Demon 420. But Evil Demon420 says, not interested in Xbox. Fair enough, Evil Demon 420. Um, uh, I'm not either, but you know, if they start selling. And stealing my favorite titles from PlayStation,
1: what choice do we have, dude? So, yeah. I think I, I, it, it's hard to tell from the comment his, like, what the tone is mm-hmm. of the statement. If he's just like, oh, I'm, I'm not interested in uh, the Xbox, is he saying that, like, I'm not, like, you guys were talking about it. I know you expressed interest, but personally, right. I'm not. I don't want to hear about you guys talking or about Xbox. If sh- or if he's just like, I don't want to hear you guys talk about Xbox. Like, like, those are, I guess. Or he could be, because, yeah, we're be talking
0: take. about the acquisition and stuff. And, yeah, like you said, like he could be like, yeah, I'm not buying an Xbox.
1: But, um, in my opinion. Everybody should be open to all platforms sure. of gaming. Sure, I th- obviously we're a, we're a PlayStation podcast. That's our preferred platform. We love it, but we also love games. Like, are you going to sit here and tell me that Super Mario World isn't one of the greatest video games ever invented? That's not a PlayStation game, but sometimes I want to play fucking Super Mario World. This is true. Deal with it. This is true. Next up J1
0: writes All right. in on I'm YouTube. Feeling a little sassy today. Yeah. J1 writes in he says, "I'm interested only in the PlayStation 5 Pro, not the Sony PlayStation 5 Slim." So, I can get down with that opinion, um, or that that statement. Yeah, I'm curious to see what the the Pro is going to offer
1: when it is released. But now J1, I would be interested. Mr. J. <laughs> There's a lot of interest going on here. If your interest might change if when the PlayStation 5 Pro is announced, they also announce that the PS5 Slim is like $300. Mm. Then would you be like, oh, I'm only interested in the PlayStation 5 Pro when you can, for $200 less, get the Slim, get the PS5 Slim. Just throwing that out there. It's interesting. Don't count your chickens before they hatch Yeah. Use an old don't, idiom.
0: Don't do that. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. Chickadeek. Um, Yeah, so not many comments, but we had a few. So thanks for writing into the show, uh, both of you, Evil Demon 420 and J1. Now, we're going to get into the news. And the news is the thing that we normally, uh, we don't break news on this show. Uh, We don't even attempt to. We don't have the means to, but we do comb PlayStation websites, specifically Push Square, every every week, and we look at their look at their articles, and then Jake and I have a little dialogue about some of the stuff that stands out to us. Sometimes we'll look at the PlayStation blog, sometimes we'll look at other places, but today all of these have come via Push Square. So, I don't know if you saw this, Jake, but conversation has uh, predictably be- begun uh, with the release of Spider-Man 2. The director actually came out and kind of push back a little bit and was just like hey this game is worth the price so uh, some longtime fans um, have indicated that for a 20 some hour game the 70 dollars price point seems a little unfair and the director kind of was just like listen you're getting fucking 20 plus hours of high quality fucking video gaming like probably bug free like this is my this is my input you know but so this brings back up this discussion about what, what do people want, quantity or quality? Because if you want both, it's going to cost even more. So, I mean, what? I don't want a game to be long just to be long. Like, I don't want a game to be incredibly short if there needs to be more to it. But you got to put your faith in these developers and and these creators that they're going to give you a good experience. And I I think that the director of Spider-Man 2 is is essentially just saying, hey, we have dumped so much time and energy into this game and we're giving you the best that we have. This game is worth the price, we promise. So it's just like people just need to fucking back up a little bit and just, you know, that's my opinion. Like, just like god damn like you know i don't want a fucking game longer than 20 plus hours, like 23 hours or whatever for spider-man i don't want anything longer in fact i'll pay more for a game that's a little shorter because then i get more of my time back as long as it's a good experience so i don't know now could you have a game that's like eight hours that they're charging 70 dollars for um that to me seems like a little bit of a stretch if it's not a great game, you know? So I don't know. There, there is a line somewhere where that line is, I think depends on the gamer, but we have to a certain degree, trust and trust the studios to give us and to price their product at a fair price. And to me, this seems like a fair price. It's, it's only a next gen game. It's not released on PS4 or old gen consoles. It, uh, is supposed to have like really fantastic loading times. Uh, it's fucking licensed product. It's Marvel, it's Spider Man. And from what I understand, it's a fucking good ass game. So what do you want to pay for it, dude? $40? 50 60 maybe? But then you're paying for Spider Man 2 $10 less than what you'd pay for like the new PGA Golf or something. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? No. I don't know.
1: Well, that's that's the thing, is it like, my, my clap back to this always is that this $70 game is, without a doubt, better than 99% of any other game selling for $70 on the store. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, if... if <laughs> Do it, you have like to you say said, anything else? It, I mean, it's a fact. Like... Like if it was, I haven't even played it, and it was so. So like if you're willing to spend seventy dollars on, like you said, fucking PGA, two K twenty two or whatever. Because of its replayability. Yeah, or like, uh, I don't know. I mean, and and I don't know. Name name your seventy dollar game. It doesn't matter, right? I like I guarantee you that Spider Man is better than ninety nine percent of those games. So it's I mean, like, if, it's, if, you're if Spider-Man is you're a game that say... you're
0: interested in, then yes, right? So I don't want writers to be like, "Oh, Spider-Man's not even up. I would much rather play fucking Gundam 2935 or something. No, like, if you're interested in Spider-Man, the point you're trying to make, Jake, I'm going to cut you off, is it, like, it's worth the fucking money.
1: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> to me, this is, like, this is kind of, like, the argument is, like, uh, uh when you're talking about like gas mileage in a car, right? Like there are there are all of oh these there are all of these like caveats and like n- there's all this nuance to it. But let's say a freaking, you know, some cheap ass chinese car comes out that gets you can buy from Amazon. It shows up at your house in a box because these things do exist. I'm all about it. And it gets it gets fucking 100 miles to the gallon. I should say that that's true because I know these things exist. You're going to sit here and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, but your freaking uh Lexus, Tesla, you're yeah, you're yeah, your Lexus, your 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 whatever, your your Ford F150 because it uh it only gets Twenty miles of the gallon should be the same. Is a worse experience. It's like no, you got to understand what you're paying for. Like if you're paying, like you're you're paying for the quality of the game, and I guarantee you that if Insomniac wanted, they could have made this 300 hours long by just shoving shit in it, but they made a decision to say. Hey, it probably would hurt the overall experience. And rather than include subpar content, we're going to give you a tight 30 to 40 hours, and it's going to be the best superhero game you've ever fucking played. I, I do not understand this argument. If the game came in at six hours, yes, I 100% agree with you. That game should not be $70. Even if the game came in at 12 hours, I'd be like, okay...
0: This is maybe and a 39.99 no right? title or something, right? Spider-Man right. 2,
1: 12 hours, 39.99, 40 bucks, 50 bucks. But dude, this is, this is I know this is know. this is probably a vocal minority, right? But at the same time, we get this, like the industry has to respond to this over and over and over again, and it's like it's a it's not a right. It's a privilege to play video games. And sometimes you just have to pay for something if you want something that's quality. And if and like like Sean Layden before, and like Sony recently has been saying, if you want games that cost three hundred million dollars to make, you better be willing to pay for them. And I don't know. I'd be much more worried about the games that are co- costing seventy dollars that aren't as good as Spider Man. Right? Why are you Why are you trying to? tear down a game like spider-man because it's because the game it's everyone's talking about man i guess right because it's popular what you should be doing is you should be pissing all over the guys that are releasing 70 dollars games that suck i don't know i don't know this is a tired argument we we talk about it a lot but yeah i think uh, we've
0: said our piece and we'll keep saying the same thing about this but yeah. regarding Uh, Spider-Man as an aside Sony for those who haven't played the original Marvel Spider-Man first of all what the fuck are you doing Um, and if you haven't played the Miles Morales for the DLC for Spider-Man there is a Sony released story recap so that you know what the fuck's going on and it's on YouTube. It's in the beginning of the game, too.
1: Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, I watched... I mean, I I, I guess I'm assuming that what they released is the same as they included in the It
0: game, wasn't super long, like but, a minute uh, and a half, two minutes or something. Did you watch it? No. Okay. I just saw the timestamp on the video. I watched, like, the very beginning of it to make sure it was Sony-issued, and it was. So.
1: Yeah. So, um, they do include a recap at the beginning of the game. It's just, like, a short cinematic where, like, Miles and Peter are talking about what happened previously. And it's like, it's in a clever, it's like in this clever way where he's, you know, like Miles is applying for college and trying to figure out how to, how to describe himself. It's, it's, it's cute. And and I, the whole game is very, to go from something like Alan Wake and like Starfield, that's like very, can be very raw and shit like that to a game like Spider-Man where it's, it's a lot, you know, more. Happy Go Lucky, yeah. Uh, in some capacity, um, has been a little bit jarring, but I kind of like it. Yeah. It's very it's nice change. Very Marvel, though.
0: All right, man. Very good. So, the, the, talking about Marvel, I, I just wanted to put this quick note in here because I forgot that this was a thing, and uh, I was thinking, well, maybe the listeners have forgot about this also. But it was it was announced um, a while back that EA Motive is making an Iron Man game and not the VR kind of game, but uh, there's a recent news post um, and it's indicated that Unreal Engine 5 will be the engine they use for the upcoming title. And the word is, is this game is actually in early development, but I'm thinking um, this wave of Marvel games is finally starting to slow down. I know we have the Wolverine, but I do know the, X, the X-Men game, uh, Midnight Suns or whatever, didn't do super well. And I, I think that this big fucking superhero push shit is starting to fucking, like, wear out its welcome. So I'm okay with this. But I,
1: I forgot I'm, about I'm this interested. Iron Man game. What's that? I Iron Man is one of those characters, though. It's kind of like Superman, where it's, like, hard to make a Superman game because he's just so powerful. that like, trying to make a game where he's not just OP on everything is in like flying around and shit kind of defeats the traversal um problem in open world games and stuff so like i iron man to me it it, it kind of gives me that same vibes but i could see iron man being a cool experience because he has all this very human technology with like guns and missiles and all this shit like that which could be kind of neat yeah but it just really boils down to how they how they present it. Yeah. Um, did what did EA Motive did something else recently? What was it? I don't uh, remember. Blah, 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 blah.
0: Don't maybe remember. It was
1: the Star Wars game?
0: <sighs> You'll have to look that up, man.
1: Motive.
0: I don't know what EA Motive has done. Uh, I,
1: oh, they did. They did the Dead Space remake. Okay. Recently. And they and I think they did Squadrons, maybe. Squadrons so, was a good game. So they're they're a decent studio. They are, they are.
0: Uh, so yeah, I, I just I'm I'm kind of um, kind of over the superhero thing. So I'm kind of injecting a bit of my own manifestation power to hope that like these, you know, what what was the one DC? It was it did really bad. It was like the open world shit. Um, uh, that You're talking about Gotham Knights? No, or? yeah, that too. I don't I don't know, but there was one that was like uh, games as a service, Marvel or super DC superheroes. Is that what it's called? DC heroes or,
1: Oh, you're talking about, you t- are you talking about, uh, you're not, no, you're not talking about Marvel Avengers. Yeah, maybe the crystal dynamics one, maybe. And it tanked. Yeah. Well, it didn't do very well because I think, I think DC universe online is still active. Oh, like, people still play. that. Maybe game.
0: that's what I'm thinking of too. I don't know. There's been a lot of fucking games like this. I just, I just, I'm kind of over in it. All right, let's move forward. Jacob. Um, So the next news point I have is a brief news point on Push Square indicated um, that some sort of analyst has been signaling that Sony very well could be under a lot of pressure at this time to make a major developer acquisition soon. And I thought that maybe you and I could have a brief conversation about this. And do you think it would be... You think that it's? I guess. Do you think that it's within reason to feel that Sony should feel this way, pressured to, to make it a big acquisition soon? First of all, I don't know that Sony has the fucking coffers to do this. I don't think they have the well, money. Well, they don't have.
1: They don't have seventy billion dollars. Not to worth. do a fucking Activision you know Blizzard acquisition. But like But they could get somebody smaller. Yeah. But there isn't really anyone else that big. They're not going to get an EA or whatever. I think I think like the obvious thing that everyone's thinking about is is Square, right? So I Square is interesting because they've spent seemingly I don't want to say struggling recently, but Their games have not necessarily lived up to their hype, even though they've been great. I played Final Fantasy XVI. It was fucking awesome. But there's been a lot of hubbub around whether or not that game was successful. So, I... But now they're doing all these deals with Microsoft about getting Final Fantasy XIV on Xbox and all this stuff. So... Does it make sense for Sony to buy Square of all of the Japanese developers? Maybe. Either them or Bandai Namco or something like that, which would give them access to uh, maybe Dark Souls and and things like that that are really, really popular. Right. But um, I don't know. I don't think that there is... Like, if if you're talking about a retaliatory kind of acquisition, it almost has to be a publisher of some kind. And really, Sony's ball wheelhouse is going to almost be in the the Japanese space. Now, they could they could come around and say, like, we're going to buy take two, which would be like insane. But they could do it because then now they own Grand Theft Auto and they own Bioshock and they own like all this other shit, which would be a great competitor to something like Call of Duty. But we have, a, um, we have a take
0: two news point coming up down the down the pike here. But yeah,
1: yeah. So like I'm just speculating, right? So I don't know if you have any particular opinions, but Capcom is doing so well right now that I don't know why they would sell to anyone. So Sony would not be able to get them for a good price. Yeah,
0: there's no way. And, there's no way they're going to get Capcom, and and I don't even know that they should feel this pressure. You know, uh, we. We, first off, don't even know how this acquisition is going to be played out by Microsoft. I think it would be smart to kind of lay low and see what Microsoft ends up doing with with these studios. They've already said that uh, the Call of Duty games are going to be coming out on PlayStation. No problem. So, uh, we know that's not changing. But I don't know. I, I mean... Should they would it be considered them jumping the gun by going and making a crazy acquisition right now before waiting to see what the ramifications of this acquisition does for Microsoft and for the the general landscape of of the console? Um, I hate to say the console war fucking hate that, but the console uh, competition right? Their competitors. I mean, it would make sense to maybe lay low and just see and stay on course. But at the same time, you know, maybe they need to act now. And I think the analyst uh, is thinking that there's a little pressure now on Sony to do something. To maybe optically seem relevant, to optically look like to the business entities that they still can swing their big shlong around you know what I mean and and do Sony yeah. shit so I don't know what what this means but I think Square would be an awesome one uh, I think that would be awesome Square Enix uh, would be fantastic mm-hmm. Konami I don't think will ever happen um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't own Kojima Studios right? No they do not that might be a nice one to pick up Although I don't think Hideo would be okay with that, he he answers to nobody. <laughs> he's a fucking <laughs> he's a fucking solo lone wolf person. But yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't really have any opinions about it. I just I just think that it's an interesting thought to maybe ruminate on a little bit as the days go by. What's going to happen there? But all right, we can we can move on. Um, I'm not. Sure sure, Jake, if you've seen this or know anything about it, uh, usually when they mention the game Assassin's Creed, my ears just automatically clog up and I don't hear anything else afterwards. But apparently there is an Assassin's Creed game called Nexus that's being developed right now for Meta meta Quest 2, which is VR, and it actually looks pretty good. And uh, It hasn't been confirmed yet for PlayStation VR 2, but a VR stealth Assassin's Creed game seems kind of like a neat idea. So, I I mean, this is always good for the VR space, but the long-term concern of mine is that, like, I I just don't think there's enough money in the platform yet for gaming. I think that there are way more practical uses for VR than gaming that, that need to be kind of tapped into but i love the idea of vr games and the listeners know you and i both loved gran turismo in uh vr and i've been enjoying the uh, switchback switchback and i have a couple other vr games i've enjoyed the moss one and two the moss sound like an old man moss one and two i've been enjoying those i beat them both uh i would recommend them both Uh, what's the one with the Beat Saber is fantastic. Yeah. There's a lot to VR. It's just, again, it's one of those things that like, I think the older you get, the less energy you have and the, the the more you just kind of want to like kick back and relax rather than be fucking full on engaged by a video game. But I, I think an Assassin's Creed Nexus would, would be cool coming to VR too. And it hasn't been confirmed yet, but I just, I thought it was interesting. I didn't even know this game existed or was being worked on.
1: Um, before I respond, am I lined up right in OBS? Because I just realized my camera's kind of... I moved side. it a little bit. Okay. I want to make sure. It's not terrible. I'm not going to touch it then. Yeah, I'm not going to touch yeah, it Yeah, don't mess Because I, I, was, uh, I just noticed looking at my thingy that I was a little bit to the right or, mm-hmm. left, or left. Yeah, it was a little off. It's a little better now. Um, as far as Assassin's Creed goes... I don't know if this is a type of game that I would be interested in playing in VR or not. I I the concept is cool, but part of me almost feels like it's better in this sneaking around space in like a horror capacity. I don't like to me stealth games are kind of difficult as it is. Without adding the clunkiness of VR to it, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense, like I'm trying to think about sneaking around in a world with like the VR controls and all that stuff, and like doing the t- like, are we doing the teleportation movement? Are we doing the like r- like real time like free look movement? Not to mention, like running up buildings and shit like that. This has this has motion sickness written all over it to me. But maybe I'm wrong. I I hope they deliver something that unique and interesting. You just have weak ankles, man. Dude, I got weak something. (laughs) Fucking ankles, dizzy for a month. But I, oh Jesus. uh, Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I think that it could be definitely could be an interesting experience. Especially, like... Plus, the thing that I'm, I'm kind of trying to think about from an execution perspective is, like, not pardon the pun, but how do you get that visceral sort of, like... You imagine he's going to, like, stealth kill guys and stuff. But it's like, how do you get that visceral feedback in VR, you know? Like, where you're actually hitting somebody or something, you know? Like, does the, do the sense controllers provide enough haptics to make that... Feel awesome! Oh yeah! And if that's the case, then maybe, maybe it's going to be a winner. Maybe it's going to draw people to VR. But one thing is certain: VR needs more games of a major title, high caliber, right? So this is hopefully not going to be a dud and inherently good for the the platform. I don't know, but uh, I just I want to see something happen with VR. Right now, my brother has my VR. Too. Dude, he he's was a, playing
0: uh Cyberpunk the other day. Was he? Yeah, I'm so excited about that cause I man, I got to fucking talk with him if he's playing the Phantom Liberty shit.
1: I don't know if he ever played the OG story, so he might be just going through he's that. He's probably
0: story. having a blast. That game's never better. So good. Yeah very good man all yeah,
1: I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna see him tomorrow so I'll ask him about it you should but I know that he was he was playing beat saber and some other stuff and, and his wife is super into that phantasma game or whatever that game is called where it's like the ghost hunting game um that just came out on psvr yeah and uh phasmophobia I think is what it's called um so I'm wondering if they ever really dick with that at all but uh as far as Assassin's Creed goes, I don't know. If you have anything else to say about it? I, I, I. Uh, nope. I think I said enough. I got nothing. Let's move on. the uh, The next news point is just a nice
0: little deal. When I see a nice little deal, I let the listeners know. Um, plus, subscribers can get thirty dollars off two PS5 products from Sony's official store. So, if you buy two things, you can get thirty dollar discount. So, uh, I believe I don't remember what it is that they have on sale over there. Um, but I want to say VR2 is one of them. I think, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Well, I got to look at the store here, but you can go to PlayStation Direct and this will tell you where the deals are. It's bundle and save, is what it's called. Um, the DualSense sounds like a
1: car insurance commercial. The
0: DualSense is one of the ones, um, so that's kind of nice. PS Five bundles. Who's going to do that? And then they have like the modules for the DualSense Edge are listed on here, so like your extra attachments to the special thing. Um, so yeah, they've, they've got the the Pulse headset, the the camera. So you bundle, you save, you can save thirty bucks if you get two things. Just a quick little FYI for the for the listeners because who doesn't like a good deal? All right. Next up, and uh, as we careen through this wild podcast, Silent Hill Ascension. It's an interactive series, and we have a trailer for it. So this is, when I say interactive, I, I mean that it's kind of like you watch it and make decisions. There's not really any gameplay, hmm. so it's it's a weird thing. Um, I I think that's what it is. It, it, they're calling it an interactive TV series, and Konami's making Konami's making it. Um, it's going to be episodic. The first episode comes out on October 31st. So. I don't really understand what it is. But if you're a Silent Hill fan and you want a taste of Silent Hill this October, the last day of October, you can check out Silent Hill Ascension and dip your toes into that. I don't know if it costs. I don't know if it's free. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's something. So, Jake, do you know anything
1: about this? I'm just kind of scrubbing through the trailer right now. I don't really know what the hell I'm looking at. They weren't really clear about what it was. Konami. That's uh, kind of interesting. I mean, I, I was thinking maybe it would be more of like a telltale kind of experience, mm. but if it's just like a, you know, it's it's considered it a it end or whatever a GenVid title,
0: according to this website I'm looking at. Genvid. G e n v i d. Um. I, w- I wish I could make my screen a little smaller here so I could check out this whole site here. There's like a glyph. Uh, let me see here. It it just seems pre-installed for free now. I don't know, but I, I'm kind of interested in this, if I'm being completely honest. Because you guys know I love my Dark Pictures anthologies, And they kind of play out like stories that you just have a little bit of agency over the the story with different dialogue and things that you do. I think this is kind of you you can watch it, but you also interact with it a little bit. Um, It says, what exactly is Silent Hill Ascension? This is on fandom.com. It says, it's a massively interactive live event in which the worldwide audience determines the course of the story and its characters as the series unfolds that's interesting so you have to tune in on time Mm. And, and it's like a huge global so this would be now we're tapping a little bit into remember there was something about there being some sort of patent for movie theaters for gaming we talked about briefly
1: yeah, I think we thought that maybe it had something to do with like, uh, you know, maybe there you have a controller at a movie theater. Or yeah, like we talked about this. I, it, it was it was kind of strange. What if it's more
0: like in lines with this? Everybody gets a gets a way to vote for what happens in the thing that you watch, and it's a collaborative input that like. That would be really fun in a group of like a huge group of movie people. And then knowing that your answers were interfacing with everybody worldwide, that everybody's influencing this live action thing at once. That'd be really fucking cool, actually.
1: I would probably find it irritating whenever (laughs) like the decisions that I made did not happen.
0: I think it's a good idea. That's a really cool idea. They're calling it an M.I.L.E. Massive Interactive Live Event. Which Which I think is what Silent Hill Ascension is.
1: Huh. It's kind of bizarre. I mean, I won't be participating. This doesn't sound like something that's going to interest me at all. But I can understand how a bunch of people might love the community of something like this. In a
0: shared space. Could you imagine sitting in a theater with like 100 people?
1: Yeah, that would be kind of... It would be much more enjoyable if you were like live together with a bunch of people. Yeah. And like everybody's just on their phone in their house. Right. Right. Like, Cause think... there's no, like you wouldn't get that fan reaction of like guys choosing something and then it doesn't go their way or like vice. Someone's yelling out who the
0: fuck told him to
1: do that. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. You guys like crazy? I think it would be way more interesting in like a live setting. But the fact that this is going to be on your phone while you're sitting on your couch, I just don't know that it's going to strike as hard as something like that might. But that's my personal opinion. I, I, again, I'm not really It's an interesting this thing. This isn't really my my cup of tea, but it's an interesting strat or an interesting uh, concept. Uh, concept for sure. Jesus.
0: Yeah, that is cool. And then the last news point is one that you brought up briefly and I don't think you meant to talking about who Sony might look into acquiring. You said Take 2. Netflix is apparently in talks with Take 2 Interactive right now to acquire Grand Theft Auto. For their streaming services for video games, and uh, I don't like this. I think Netflix need to, needs to get the fuck out. <laughs> but this is this is the world we live in. So just so you know,
1: yeah, it's a uh, pretty pretty interesting. Um, I I don't know what that means if they're just spe- specifically talking about streaming Grand Theft Auto online.
0: I- the whole franchise, it says, Netflix has been in conversation with Take-Two, this from Push Square, to secure access to the impressively popular Grand Theft Auto franchise. It's not clear whether they're
1: looking to line up a new title, if it wants to make available previous releases. Um, I'm sure that Netflix is just trying to leverage their streaming tech in some capacity. So they're like, oh, well, we can't make games, so we're just going to have – we're going to take one of the biggest games in the world, and we'll just put it on our servers and leverage our streaming tech to allow consumers to be able to play this game without having a console or without having to install it or yeah. whatever. Um, even still, I, I don't – this doesn't do anything for me personally, but – I think that these types of deals are going to become more and more common as streaming becomes more and more common. And I don't know. I'd be interested to see how well it performs because that's the big kind of thing right now is like how good is streaming? Well, it's only as good as your internet connection and as good as the server that's serving it. So yeah, maybe Netflix has an answer that is yet to be solved by the large platform holders for people like us living in rural areas. Because I, I, can't stream shit because it's gonna run like crap. So, um, but uh, people that are in big cities or right near Azure hubs and stuff like that, they can stream stuff no problem because their latency is low. So it's it'll be interesting to see how this develops. I don't know that I really have any particular comments on the fact that Netflix is specifically dealing with Grand Theft Auto or whatever more than like questions for the the functionality of this sort of industry as a whole Right. The streaming thing. I mean, more than the, the video game and how video games are going to p- sort of push into that. So I don't know. You could definitely see this might be a, an instance where Netflix is trying to be like, Hey, well, what if we became just a streaming service for games? So rather than having like streaming games through PlayStation plus premium or through Xbox game pass, Maybe as part of your Netflix subscription, if you've got a controller, you can stream Grand Theft Auto or freaking, I don't know, um, whatever, whatever game you want. You know, it could be just an addition to their service.
0: Which yeah. Would be
1: kind of a, it's kind of a neat idea, if, if, I'm, if I'm being honest. It's, it's, it allows this type of streaming stuff to, to kind of diverge from the, monop- like the monopolies that are the platform holders. Someone else can come along and say, hey, maybe you like my service more. Or, hey, maybe you're already subscribed to Netflix, but you want to play this game? Sure, it's part of it. I don't know. It's it's kind of a neat idea. I don't know if I'm going to love the uh, the implementation of it, but uh, I can understand why this might be an interesting strategy to think about, for sure.
0: Yeah. I I don't know, man. I, I, just, I just never – we're never not going to be able to, like – get through a show where we don't talk about like some sort of acquisition opportunity or something. It's just kind of where things are right now. Um I'm not very interested in that right now to be honest. I'm just kind of I kind of want to talk about games on our podcast, not this fucking business shit, not business stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's why we do the podcast to begin with, because we like the game. But speaking of games, let's talk about the new games coming out this week. Now, we know that we just got Spider-Man. But for October 24th, Jake, we are getting Archetype Arcadia, Cry Machina, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, which I hear the trophies are out now for this, Pickleball Smash, October 25th, we're getting Postal Brain Damaged, Stray Souls, Swap Shot. And on October 26th, we're getting Frog Detective The Entire Mystery, Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord, Ghost Runner 2. Excuse me, I just burped into the mic like a fucking hero. Journey to Foundation, Maneko's Night Market, Sudama Relation, World of Horror. October 27th, we're getting Aka R. Alan Wake 2, Desoladium, DreamWorks Trolls Remix Rescue, EA Sports, UFC 5, and Star Trek Resurgence. So Ghost Runner 2, Alan Wake 2, uh, Metal Gear, there's some shit coming out. And then all the other games that I haven't heard of that are probably pretty good. The only one on here that's a must-buy for me is Alan Wake 2.
1: Yes, sir. Is that Alan you- Wake 2. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this list that I actually care about. Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, although I heard that they did literally nothing yeah. to those games. So yeah. I don't know if I'm really that interested in it. I do want to play Metal Gear Solid 1 again at some point, but I'm kind of hoping that they do like a freaking remake or something of it. You know, it... it Cause it, it definitely plays like it's thirty years old. So, that's all I have to say about that. Ghost Runner Two is probably going to be pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. I heard the go- the people loved the first one, mm-hmm. so I'm guessing that's going to be great. People love the UFC games, so I'm sure people are going to love that. I wish Alan Wake Two was coming out a little bit later, just so I had time to kind of play Spider Man a little bit. But. Um, I don't know. I might end up playing Alan Wake and Spider-Man at the same time. It really boils down to whether or not – if it's like one of these games that Sarah wants to watch me play, then I might be able to like play Spider-Man on my own time and play Alan Wake whenever I'm with her. I so. think
0: I'm going to do Alan Wake first now. The more I think about yeah. it, it's just the right season to play it. I don't want to yeah. play Alan Wake in the winter time.
1: I just didn't want to go – I just didn't want to play Alan Wake one and two back to back. I can appreciate that. I just yeah. if, I, I have a i have an issue with burning out on on ideas, and I really didn't want that to happen with this. So, um, I I want to give it a little bit of breathing room, even if it is a week or two. So, but I am going to probably play it, and I'm looking forward to it. But everything else on this list is stuff that am I going to play? Probably not. Alan Wake two is
0: also not to cut you off uh a lower price point than Spider-Man 2.
1: 60 bucks, yeah. Pretty cool. So, looking forward to that. Four
0: here. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, we got to tie this off, dude. It's been a good podcast. Uh I do want to say in closing. I'm just going to make it 119. In closing. Episode 300 is the next episode. We have done nothing. But to be fair, the listeners did not answer our call. We said, would you like for us to try to do a live thing? Nobody responds. So this is on you, not on us. We asked. Not- we should do
1: the whole thing in VR. <laughs> We wear headsets and just talk. Yeah. God. No, I think we should just we should just maybe like I don't know, I don't know. I think we should just have a normal show, but maybe maybe have kind of a topic of conversation um, that is relevant. Uh, the movie that three hundred probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Just just what the is review three hundred we'll the movie? About. We'll t- we'll talk about how. Uh, Dope! Gerard Butler's abs are in that movie. Yeah, I'm glad you said abs and not ass.
0: I'm not sure where hey, you were
1: we'll going poison.
0: I mean, I wouldn't have been offended either way, but I'm just, I'm just <laughs> glad that's where we went. Uh, I think that I think that we do need to have a special conversation. Um, I don't know what it would be, man. 300 episodes is a lofty achievement, man i'm stoked to be a part of it disappointed that we don't have better ways to stream but uh all of that would happen if we just had more of a listener base that we're you know uh, and this we appreciate the listeners that we have but we are also in the throes of reality jacob we're not kidding ourselves. We're not a big podcast. Our listeners know we're not a big podcast, and I think they enjoy that because it's a little more personal, probably. I know we have listeners who don't write in. I know we have listeners that do. But if I'm being honest, I really have absolutely no fucking clue how many people listen to the show. I, I don't know how to read the metrics or the analytics. Um, I'd like to think that there are, are at, least, at least 100 people that listen to this show I don't know maybe it's way more than that maybe it's way fucking less I know I listen to a lot of podcasts and I don't write into them and I don't write comments and I don't try to interact with the hosts and I don't join the patrons so there's probably a lot of people that listen to this show that we just don't know but that being said we did put a call out and asked what you guys thought we should do for 300 and nobody gave any input so that being said we're just probably gonna do a regular show and uh we're gonna keep doing what we do and maybe we will have a show topic i just don't know what that topic will be and uh, maybe we won't maybe we won't have a show topic we'll just fucking run with it dude you know what i mean but needless to say we're fucking doing it and that's exciting so yeah 300 300 is fucking awesome
1: that's that's so many fucking
0: episodes. I can't even imagine.
1: Three hundred episodes is so many episodes. Even if you average one a week, that's like if you do one a week, that's like six years. Yeah. And we took a pretty big hiatus there in the middle, like around the two hundred mark, so or around the one hundred fifty mark. So we uh, we've been going for. 10 years now? Over 10 years now. So that's pretty pretty wild, if you think about it.
0: It's an achievement. I don't know what it is we've achieved. We've released a lot of PlayStation fucking content. So there's that. And... Uh, yeah. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways, if you're a listener and you want to chime in and give us any kind of input with suggestions... Um, recommendation what you would like for us to talk about on episode
1: 300. If you want to see Fred Oakman smoke crack rock on episode 300, make sure that you uh – log in to YouTube and leave a comment.
0: like how said Crack Rock instead of just Crack. It's so fucking specific. Almost as if you might have some personal experience. <laughs> it's a really fucking weird thing to say. Of all the drugs, I wouldn't know where to find Crack Rock. Uh, but, yeah. Yep. You heard it here first. Um, no, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen, and we're probably going to record it over the weekend, and it is going to be Halloween, so maybe, at the very least, Jacob, we can dress up for Halloween. Sure. Maybe. I mean, I'm not going to do a whole podcast in a Michael Myers outfit, but I will maybe start the show with it. It'll fuck my maybe voice Maybe I'll
1: up. just dress up like a stripper, and I'll wear nothing but a bow tie. <laughs> I think the audience would like that.
0: Well, we would definitely want to build a live stream. We'd have to edit it somewhere. I don't
1: going to be smoking my dick on camera or anything like that. It's not like we would get demonetized. I mean, do you get demonetized for flashing man titties? I don't know. I mean, we don't monetize anyways because we don't have enough people. That's true. We're not making any
0: money on it, on the YouTube videos. Um, that's yeah. true anyways let's just shut up and let the listeners do their thing if you are doing trick or treat between now and by the time you hear our next episode be safe out there don't eat the razor blades don't hand out the candy apples with the razor blades and uh you know be kind to one another and uh we'll talk to you soon so I guess that's it Jake you got anything you'd like to say before we get out of here nope oh
1: I'm gonna go get some
0: my brother is playing Honkai Star Rail by the way, oh yeah, do you like it? Of course, he fucking loves it. <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. annoying. All, <laughs> those, all those fucking games. Um, yeah, sorry. And I mean, I, I saw that this was part of our closing. So, anyways, so like Hayes, Honkai Star Rail, and Heavy Rain. P.S. P.S. This is this is Austin. Awesome. Awesome.